You're listening to the Scottish Football Forums podcast, the home of Scottish football banter. Good evening, welcome to the Scottish Football Forums podcast. I'm John, I'm your host for this evening. And it's, uh, well, it's just two of us tonight. I was going to call us the gruesome twosome, but that would make, wouldn't be fair on us. Um, John, how you doing? I'm good, John. How are you? Good, good, John. Uh, you recovered from the stag, do then? Aye, eventually, yeah. <laughs> just about. After a long, after a long week at work, I kind of recovered. <laughs> Aye, good stuff. So we've got some good news. Uh, well, that's good news that you're recovered from the stag, doing just still still alive and all that. Thank you very much. Appreciate uh, your concern. Aye, aye. <laughs> but uh, we, actually, we actually had a winner in the charity of it. Wow. I know. Um, there was a bit of panic and uncertainty though, because I don't know if you've seen on uh, Twitter, Chris and me were kind of chatting a wee bit about the WhatsApp group, and Russell mm-hmm. had scored first, but it was shown on Sky as Ryan Russell. So as soon as I seen that, I was like, well, wait a minute. I don't know if any other Russell that plays for the LG, but I could, it could be maybe there is. So I started kind of looking about, thought, right, like, okay, all right. Said Ryan Russell in there. Checked, was trying to have a look on uh, Twitter and then on the BBC website. BBC website, which is the same Russell scored, but eventually I Twitter came good to check the Airdrie page. And yes, Ian Russell scored first. So hallelujah, praise the Lord. Uh, and you need to go and more stag dues. Aye, possible. But um, aye, well done, you. Um, that's that Sky by any chance um, showing their knowledge of Scottish football again? Probably. Aye. Aye. Um, so, 40 quid added to the pot. Now, I was trying to work out earlier what we're on. Roughly, I think we're on, for winnings from charity bets, about £187, roughly. But Chris, I'm pretty sure it's 50 quid for something. I can't remember what it was. So, we're actually over the £200 mark, which has been a bit high. It's been a long time coming. And I, well, we're almost at the end of March, so... It's going to be difficult for us to match what we've done in previous seasons. However, you never know. Maybe this is the luck, the change of luck we need. Um, yeah. We weren't that far off in the other bit as well. Uh, we, we, we boldly went for two draws, and we were let down only just by Motherwell. But Motherwell let everyone down. They let down their fans. They let down us. They let down the kids. Charity <laughs> bit. Bye. Uh, so. Uh, I, th- I think to be fair, uh, um to Motherwell it was, it, needed, it was a good strike by Liam Craig that won the game but uh, you know, Motherwell had more than enough chances to at least get a draw out of that one oh, um, yeah definitely yeah it was a it's a poor although St. John's are decent are better away from home than they're at home this season against them um, the bottom six so aye we'll probably come on to that later aye we'll run the far off <laughs> aye we'll come on to that later because uh, we're probably best to do the the matches in, in order of of how they, they came. That way we don't forget mm-hmm. anything. Um, yeah. So, first up, Aberdeen against Hearts. Chris had it as a banker. He said it was a certainty, Aberdeen to win. Uh, aye, Chris was right. It was. Mm-hmm. He, he wanted to put him in a charity bet. I was like, no, no happening. Quite right. That's rule number one, the charity bet. Uh, no betting in Aberdeen. Uh, exactly, I put the foot down. Uh, yeah, so, well I was done. like, it's, it's not happening. Uh, we'd be at pretty good odds, actually, but aye. Aberdeen won 2 0, as everyone knows. Uh, game was on TV. Uh, do, you, do you watch the game? Um, yeah, I watched the most, certainly all the second half. Um, it was the most comfortable um, 
one that we've had against Hearts in a long time. You know, I've not. Um, I know we played well against them in December. And that was one of actually it could have been more. But Saturday there, at no point did I ever think we were in trouble. Um, I'll to say that what first of all we were playing just so well, just now especially at home. You know, it's what twelve wins and fourteen that we've got now, and oh. the squad is just playing so well. Kenny McLean especially just now. He's he for me is having seen the standout players just now. Um, not that a national manager um, notices that. Um, no. But the other flip, but the other side of it is Hearts are really poor just now. Aye, I mean there are much changed team in terms of previous label. Last season especially, we struggled to cope with him physically. Whereas mm-hmm. now, under Carthrow, that, that's not an issue. Mm-hmm. Total control. Again, though, we are, it was a pretty regular lineup as well on Saturday. Um, the only probably player that was missing that would re- normally start would be Reynolds. Um, with that, another clean mm-hmm. sheet with Joe Lewis. I saw a stat earlier that's for players that have played at a minimum 25 games or something like that. For Aberdeen, he's got the best cheat record. Um, he's got a 43% average. He came up with a very good save as well in the second half of Gonzalez. Yeah, I mean it's a side I could keep it as well, and he's not that you're not that busy and they're still pulling off kind of important mm-hmm. saves. Um, so I terrific from him again. Uh, as you mentioned, Ken McLean, that was his hundredth appearance, man of the match. But he's had a few man of the matches recently. Uh, Shea Logan, the ghost. Ghost, yeah, uh, he was he was calling himself that. He's, he gets called the Fox in the box sometimes, but I was mentioning how he ghosted in the box. Uh, that's nine wins in a row at home. First time since '86. Um, probably as well. You mentioned McLean and Shinny and the importance of them, but everyone knows Aberdeen. If McGinn and Hayes are both on form, Aberdeen are probably going to win. Mm-hmm. And the Hearts fullbacks are just giving McGinn and Hayes so much space. Ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, there's no doubt that they're missing Callum Patterson since that um, long-term injury. But uh, you know, the boy Strunner just—he doesn't look particularly great. But the boy Sowa, um, who they got in from Hamilton, I didn't rate him that much at Hamilton, um, and so I was quite surprised Hearts went and snapped him up. I mean, there just seems to be something. There's something not clicking at Hearts, you know, with Cathro, um, and it's evident with. Know how they're playing in the pitch and the fact that other people are now getting involved, which is another issue. But no, give credit where it's due. We were excellent again. No, got the game killed. That's something that we're doing better this season as well. When we're on top, we're killing teams off. Um, you know, whereas before we've been scrapping one nil victories, even though we've dominated games this year, we've been killing teams off, and you see that in the goal difference as well. Aye, mind you, recently we have been having to grind out results, but mm-hmm. yes, we're a kind of better side. More of an attacking threat, kind of scoring more goals, but still retaining our defensive re- reliability as well. Because sometimes it can be difficult being a bit more expansive to keep things tight to the back. But our, our defensive record, with exception of obviously Celtic, who've been terrific this season, to concede less than a goal a game, pretty good. And we're not far off scoring two a game ourselves. Um, terrific goal difference as well, which obviously at the moment we're still eight points ahead of Rangers and. The goal difference of 20 basically makes it an extra point. Um, I think McInnes mm-hmm. as well, his interview after the match, he spoke about the honesty of the players and the determination for the players to win for the club. A lot of them have been there for a few years now, and aye, there's a bit of pride, I think, um, which maybe for a while before, but under McInnes was, was lacking a bit, whether players were bogged down by the, the expectation of what Aberdeen fans expect. 
other players. Um, but aye, there's a real winning mentality at the club, which is terrific to see. Long may it continue to the end of the season. Yeah, de- uh, definitely. Uh, the only kind of negative as it would have been Stockley getting sent off. Yeah, that was um, it was interesting. Sports team never um, covered that part, although I think that's because Michael Stewart was writing a bit harsh so much. Yeah. Um, but you know, I know some people were saying it was soft. I thought it was um, stupidity from Stockley, to be perfectly honest. Um, you know, when you raise your hands like that, you're giving the referee a decision. Um, and sometimes when you raise your hands, you don't even need to connect with the player. I've seen examples like that before when Paul goals when they hit Xavi Alonso, he gets sent off. And, yeah. um, but Stockley connects with it. It was just a stupid thing to do. You know, um, Steve McLean doesn't get much right when he's a referee, but that one was a spot on red card for me, unfortunately. And at a time where there's a valid argument for Stockley to start ahead of Rooney just now. I possibly. Possibly, yeah. possibly. Because I don't think Rooney's been... You know, Rooney's the sort of player, if he gets the service, you know, he's fine. But, you know, he can be... I'm trying to think of words here. If, on if the periphery. If he's not... If he's, he's not, if he's not going, Yeah. A lot of yeah, time. Yeah, thanks. Uh, aye. Yeah. Aye, that was a been quite, Yeah, but Stockley's been quite aggressive in recent games, you know, with his link-up play. Just needs to add goals, but no, he's now suspended for the Dundee game, which is unfortunate for him. Yeah, aye. The, the, the break's coming. I, I think again, I think earlier on in the season, the international break came at the run time for us, and yeah, again, the mm-hmm. format we're in, we would rather be still playing games, so. But aye, mm-hmm. pleasant holiday anyway. Shea Logan's away in Dubai. That's what he's yeah, celebrating with, uh, with his uh, lovely other half. You, you might have seen her as well. If you're, yeah, uh, yeah, like I've seen that. that. But, uh, yeah, I've very, seen the Twitter. Very, very nice. Uh, must be a thing about Aberdeen players that they have fine looking uh, other half. <laughs> uh, and, and fans as well, obviously. Ourselves. Um, of course, we're the pin up boys. Aye. Uh, I was talking about the other half, actually, but uh, aye. <laughs> so, aye, all good, all positive. And I don't know much else probably to say about the, the Aberdeen game. Uh, I suppose we should mention Hearts, so obviously, we've been mentioning it a fair amount since this season. Even under Nielsen, uh, the whole Craig Levine situation, what influence he plays, but now we find out uh, he's in the dressing room at half-time before the game. He's giving uh, his message boy, John Daly, messages to send down to Cathro. I know Cathro kind of made light of it by saying uh, he's just uh, working in that kind of environment, whereby the continental side of things, they do have directors of football. In Scotland, it's quite a kind of new concept. We're not really sure how it works, but... It, it does seem like it was a, a, a conflict in terms of who who is in charge of the football things. Yeah, but I'm sure that even the director of football, um, like Barcelona and Real Madrid, because I know they've got or whatever the title is over there, they don't go in and you know interrupt Lewis and Reekins and these the dance team talks at, at half time. There's a time and a place for the director of football to get involved in half time in the middle of a match. Is uh, is not the place, and you know I think Ian Catherine, to be honest, was talking a wee bit in riddles, trying to um, you know make sense of it all, but instead he made things a bit worse. Yeah. And you know it's it's a shame for him because I th- a lot of people, given the criticism, some people, a lot of people will want him to do well, you know, and shut a lot of the critics up, like say Chris Boyd, for example, is a big one. But right now it's not looking good, and Hamish, wherever you are, it's been a while. Um, yeah. I'd like your thoughts I've noticed he's been quiet since um, New Year aye there's no bits when you said um, but aye I mean I, th- I think if you're a Hearts fan aye you're probably at the beginning you're like giving him the benefit of the doubt but 
now you're, I don't know, the, the season's kind of peeing out a bit for them. That's in Johnson. Above them now as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you really count against Thistle or Kamarnik, whoever, maybe even going above them as well. Um, if Hearts keep maintaining being so inconsistent. Um, so I slightly worrying times. You'd hope kind of for Carthos' sake it will be given to the end of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, and then to kind of see what happens. But... Bye. Who knows? Yeah. Um, they've not become a bad team overnight. They're still good players there at Hearts. Yeah. As I said before, I think one of the biggest problems I've got is the defence. You know, whereas it was rock solid earlier on the season. Yeah. You know, Parson get injured. Um, Suter get injured. Ojtuk went. Rossi went. Yeah. Um, Rare has hardly featured since the African Cup of Nations. A new defence is difficult to bed in, but it's all foreign players again. I mean, I think they're losing... But identity, you know, aye, I think you need a space, you need a um, spine in that team. Aye, no, I'd agree, definitely. Uh, yeah. But I, because I, I was right down in the season, I think I remember talk, we were talking about the fact that I Hearts could end up being the, the second force because they were looking kind of pretty strong under Nielsen and that, and then I, everything's changed. Yeah, but the, but Anne Butch apparently said, you know, was wanting the team to do no worse than third, so if they're sitting fifth, you know, she's going to be asking questions. Oh, um, I mean, well, I mean, will they say, will she um, go above Craig Levine and say, "Sorry, this isn't this experience is not working. We'll just need to um, take the hat and get someone more experienced in." Yeah, but who knows? Um, but I, we'll see what happens to the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I suppose we may as well move on to the Rangers game, just with them having the new manager mm-hmm. and it kind of ties in like sort of that up that end of the table. Uh, bye, comfortable win. Uh, that's them taking what 10 goals off Hamilton recently yeah I wasn't expecting anything else but a convincing Rangers victory because um, they they have picked up recently and they played well in the old firm game um, certainly as a point but Hamilton you know, it really annoys me that game that you and I went to that oh, we yeah. somehow lost that one because Hamilton were poor that night as well um, but we were wasteful but Hamilton are just you know they're a terrible run just now the defence is all over the place they're not scoring goals Um Big, big trouble for them. So yeah. it wasn't a surprise that it was a 4-0 Rangers win for me, to be honest. Aye, and things have got even worse, obviously, now Hamilton are at the foot of the table, the bottom of the table, so mm-hmm. uh, it's going to be a difficult um, period for them to the end of the season. Rangers, as you say, come to a win. Kitchener's first match as manager. I know sports scene kind of mentioned that the changes that they've seen so far was that he's a bit more direct than what Warburton is. He's not mm-hmm. just going to have them playing like kind of passy-passy. It's get the ball forward quicker so mm-hmm. be interesting to see how that happens they kept a clean sheet but it was against Hamilton so I'm not going to take too much notice of that um, there'll be bigger games to come for, for Rangers after mm-hmm. the, the international break the, the big one obviously being uh, Sunday the 9th April with Aberdeen against Rangers yeah that that's, that's the key game yeah I think if, I think if we manage to win that um, presuming that both sides win next week which isn't going to be easy um, you know, we're looking at an 11 point league getting into what I think we'd be hard to catch then, but if they win, it's game on. Yeah, should be a cracking atmosphere. Yeah, I've ordered my tickets, ordered my tickets on Friday. Um, but I mean, I, it's, it's a cru- crucial game. The only the only slight issue is the fact that it's a half to pick off on Sunday. You, you would hope mm-hmm. that we can get close to a kind of capacity crowd for that one, but mm-hmm. aye, they wait and see what happens. Yeah. It was the same kick-off time last time, I think it was 19,000. Um, it wasn't too far off a sell, although that was the first time we played Rangers in five years. Aye, but arguably this is a, kind of, a kind of bigger game, we've been so close to the mm-hmm. end of the season as well. 
and yeah. what, it could, what it could mean. Yeah. I'd have liked to have went, but it's too close to the big day for me to justify it, so um, I'll need to miss it. Well, we've got the semi-final. That's the bigger game for me. Uh, it's quite reasonable place as well, because I'm taking the boy as well. Um, and he's only a tenner, which I was quite surprised at. That's good. Uh, but we booked up for the RD upper, so much will nice. be Oh, yeah. so well, you still enjoy it. Not too bad. Um, but I, I'm trying to think what else with Rangers. Heidman scored again. Um, I'm pretty Clint sure. Clint Hill's third game in a row. What's that? Clint Hill's third game in a row. Aye, Clint Hill, aye. What was it, um, my mate at work, he's a Rangers fan, and he was saying, aye, all the Rangers fans after the Old Firm game were talking about how they were uh, Netflix and Clint Hill. Uh, <laughs> I play on the whole Netflix and chill, so that's uh, what they were talking about. Dismissed him, to be honest. But, Alright. That was his thing. Net- Netflix and Kit Clinton Hill, that's a new one in me. Netflix and Clinton Hill, aye, that's just what I just fans all. Aye. But um, the fourth goal was quite good. Yeah. Nice bit of kind of interplay. It was well taken. Um, yeah. Aye, well, it's, um, that's what we're well off strong. He's not as great on the back foot, but going forward, he's certainly a threat and um, it's well taken. Uh, a routine win um, for Rangers, to be honest. Which they've not had that many this season. But no, they did yep. well. Credit was due, and a good start for the new man. Aye, they have been strong at home, mind you. Yeah, they have. Uh, that's one thing they have been strong at home. But I mm-hmm. obviously up the end of the table as well. Mentioned St John's going above Hearts. Uh, so Motherwell St John's which which are in the charity bet. But I let down in Motherwell. Uh, Boy Robinson, he's got the job to the end of the season. So cheap option that. Um, I I don't get that point with the top of my mother. I know my, be- my best mate. Certainly isn't impressed. It's you know, it's the fact that he's there. But surely they could have got someone um, of better caliber on a similar wage. That's a free agent just now as well. They could have come in and done a job. But um, I worry for Motherwell. To be honest, I think they're lucky right now that Hamilton are in the division. I think Hamilton will be the team that uh, reaches bottom. Um, but if Motherwell aren't careful, Calthus will go above them. Aye, absolutely. Um... I mean, I, I think we spoke earlier in the season thinking, oh, I, I don't know, we thought Motherwell wouldn't get dragged into it because they've got the likes of Moult and the McDonald who scored goals, but the problem is that they're their end. Uh, yeah. They, they can't keep clean sheets. They've not won at home since, what is it, November or something like that? Yeah, I have that start in sports scene. I was quite surprised about that. Uh, they've lost six in our last seven matches in the Premiership. Mm-hmm. They're struggling for goals. It's, aye, it's pretty bleak, pretty bleak there. Uh, and it doesn't get any easier after the split because they go to Ivorits. Oh, do they? Yeah. So, I mean, you look there after the split, you have the other games that you've got Inverness and Kilmarnock. So, aye, if Inverness can, can win, they'll go at least level with Motherwell. Hmm. And then you've got the likes of Party Thistle against Ross County. Not going to be easy. Yeah. I do say they've got a midweek home game against Hamilton, though. That'll probably be a key to. With the finish up. Aye, I mean, the thing is, obviously, uh, Jim McIntyre mentioned it after the Highland derby that aye, you basically need to finish sets to be safe, as we've, made, we've obviously been talking about throughout the podcast, but that, that's what it comes down to, because I, I mean, there's going to be some really, really interesting fixtures after this, but uh, I mean, if it stays as close as it just now, I mean, come on, it's at eight points clear at the bottom, so it could be safe, but could still get dragged into it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah, definitely. I mean, just speaking about John McIntyre and the Highland Derby, they were 
they were only four minutes away from being just one point ahead of Kelly Thistle. Um, if they'd lost that game and then they got the late equaliser, no, it's just really tight down there just now. Yeah, it's just great from the neutral point of view, but it can't be great for the blood pressures of the bottom six, seven managers. No, definitely not. Uh, I mean, one thing about Inverness is the idea of picking up points here and there. Uh, compared to some of the other teams at the bottom, when we're looking at like yeah. some other way, we're looking at Hamilton, even even County, County, I, they've they've not been great this season. Again, issues have been at the back, whereby they're just looking goals at, and also as well, Liam Boyce has kind of got off the boil in terms of scoring goals. Yeah, big time, big player for them. Nice, no, uh, definitely. But I, going back to Master Road down, folks, McDonald. How did he miss? Okay. He uh, scored a harder chance as well. He did score a harder chance. Should, he, should Motherwell Potter have had a penalty for Easton holding McDonald? Would you, would you have been screaming for it if it was... Are you up? screaming for anything? <laughs> Let's be honest. Uh, but um, I'll be honest, I can't really remember this. I saw the highlights, but I didn't take that bit in. Um, there was the chance Motherwell has at the end. Um, I bowed his header off the post. Yeah, that was really unlucky. You know, that... You know, another inch and that's a big charity win for us. But more importantly from Mother point of view, getting a, a well earned point. Um but as I said before earlier, I mean great win for St Johnson to them above hearts and you know, they'll be eyeing that European spot. Yeah, I mean maybe spot they're, they're away from it's terrific, uh, St mm-hmm. Johnson. Yeah. Been really good. Set, uh, mm-hmm. also get the second best home record in the league. I'm not really that surprised, to be honest. I mean, because I've looked at some of the results. It's the home form that's been killing them in terms of where they're on the table. Because a couple of extra home wins, and they may have been challenging with ourselves and Rangers for second and third. But yep. I think fourth will be the bit. I think if if uh, if Aberdeen get to the cup final, um, no matter who it is, Celtic or Rangers, they'll get into Europe that way. So um, that's if they stay above Hearts, of course. By Highland Derby, as you mentioned it. Inverness were no far off, being only a point behind uh, County. Yeah, I think they'll be kicking themselves, you know, because having got themselves in front, and then like, the big, the big moment in that game was Billy McKay hitting the bar. I know it took a deflection, but that goes in, that's game over, and it just shows the fine lines between, you know, three points and one at times. Yeah, I mean they had a few chances. It was Vigas off the bar, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Tanzi free kick was well saved. Tanzi as well had a kind of long range mm-hmm. effort, pretty good. Yeah. Uh, they looked from the highlights to have had the better chances. Um, I know Tanzi returned it after being mm-hmm. out. He's an important player for them. Uh, yeah. And I County were fortunate. I felt, if, I felt for the leveler that Shout got a bit too much room in the box to score as well. Yeah, without a doubt. He wasn't closing quick enough, but it still was a good finish. But that's just been Inverness's problem all season, is, you know, defensively. They've not been able to keep the ball out the net often enough. Um, Although they've improved a wee bit recently, it's they're still not keeping clean sheets. And if they're going to, I mean, they've done well to get off the bottom of the table, but they'll want to aim higher and you know escape the playoffs. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I mean, after as I say, after the spot, they've got a big game against Kilmarnock. Uh, so if they were to win that, they'd only be well five points behind even Kilmarnock. Mm-hmm. Uh, another penalty incident in that game, possibly whether Schalke should add a penalty. If you remember that one? Yeah, I do remember that one. Yeah, um, I thought Raven got very lucky to be perfectly honest. Um, yeah, that could have been a turn. You know, if Rook County go one up with Inverness being good enough to get back in the game, never know. But um, it's but Inverness will be kicking. I, I, I fancied Inverness to win the game. 
I know you predicted the draw. Um, if only Aye. you went for that last week. I know, I know. <laughs> but then you got your win, so at least we got something. Aye. Um, moving on from there, we had aye the other game that was in the charity bet, Kilmarnock against Partick Thistle. Uh, that's seven out of the last eight games between those two have been draws. That's um, some which is some stat. And the the record continued. There's now been two under two and a half goals scored in Partick Thistle's last ten games. They're not scoring many, but they're not conceding many either at the moment, which is why they're doing so well. Yeah, they've been remarkably consistent, and you know, Alan Archibald's got probably the smallest squat, um, budget in the league, um, apart from maybe Hamilton, and you know, they're well and truly punching above their weight, sitting in sixth place just now. Yeah, um, right. But they'll be cursing Thomas Chair, Thomas Chair will be cursing himself a bit, you know, because it wasn't for his mistake. Oh, very, yeah. unli- very unlike him. They're five yeah. points clear in the top six. Aye. Yeah, he won't want to have seen that in sports scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, no. And they've got to go to Ibrox and Parkhead in two of their next four games. Yeah, they've, well, they've, got, they've got County up next. Mm-hmm. Um, which, I mean, that's a big... If, if this will win that, you may count against them securing the top set spot. Yeah, I think if they, if they win and come on and lose the next game, I can't see past Partick. Um, but you never know. You know, <laughs> that's just the way. This this might be where they take the foot off the gas and run a bad run of form and end up hauled back into relegation. Don't it? It's just been like that down there. But I think this will be okay now. Yeah, I think so as well. The fact they're not, I think the the fact that they're not conceding many goals mm-hmm. uh, is always important. If they're not conceding, you've always got a chance. Yeah. Um, so they just need to kind of score a few more goals. But they've only they're actual goals against Reds. They've only conceded thirty four goals this season. Um, which is pretty decent, better than Johns and Anhart, who are both above him. Yeah. And Chris, Chris Erskine, again, was impressive. Mm-hmm. Could have had another one as well, range effort. Just, but, mm. I, I, I mean, with him and Dylan, they get the odd goal between them, which has helped them in their, you know, their little run just now. They're doing very well. Um, but come on, let's play them getting back in the game. And Connor Salmon, although he was a wee bit lucky, I mean, um, his goal. But again, he's popped up. Yep. And he's been, you know, it's just funny that we set and play Erskine at um, party, um, Sam and Kilmarnock. Uh, uh, it just seems to work for them. Yeah, definitely. Um, but that's, that's all, what, five games unbeaten now in the league? Yeah, so, uh, doing very well. And I, Kilmarnock are in pretty decent form themselves, actually. Mm-hmm. Since Picard took over. Yeah, I, there's still no news in whether he'll actually take the job full-time. It, it, you know, I think it's been made... Perfectly clear that you know it's his if he wants it. You know it's not like come out of come out and say yeah we're speaking of this and that. They've just let him go on with it and you know but I think he's been quite coy about it. Um, it's, it's maybe that way it's working just now. Maybe it's a case of just keep it as it is and by mm-hmm. put a title on it. But aye, it's working. Maybe there'll be a chance over the international break for them to come together and agree, come to some sort of agreement. But aye, um, by moving on. Covers I the games on Saturday, Sunday. Like a pretty another pretty routine win for Celtic. Yeah, they didn't even need to play particularly well again. Um, but that's just the way it is just now. Um, but I mean, I didn't see all the game. I just saw the goals. Uh, Stuart Armstrong again stand out. What a season he's having! And no, should probably start for Scotland this week. But whether he does another thing, but he certainly deserves his place in the squad and definitely an outside contender for Player of the Year. 
Oh, oh yeah, I think he's got to be up there. Um, <laughs> you'd imagine it'll be probably be full of Celtic players, the Bailey, simply of him. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe in the match as well. But mm-hmm. it's a player playing full of confidence. I mean, a player that as well who potentially could have been on his way out the club. Mm-hmm. He's probably been a bit fortunate by the fact that Roderick got injured. Yeah, but he'd, he'd, been, he'd come in the team just before Roderick got injured and, um, because Beaton was dropped for him um, at that uh, League Cup semi-final and then Roderick got injured, Beaton came in for a bit and Armstrong went forward but that's where his best position is, it's just off the front but it must be difficult being Brendan or just having all these options to choose from behind the front man Aye, it's a nice place to be in I, because I thought it was been for the goal that Armstrong scored uh, Forrest created it and been whole the left back for him. He was beaten far too easily um, mm-hmm. for to allow Forrest to get across in. It's rare. And then again, no the importance. Uh, a Celtic they scored just before half time again. There's been a few games recently mm-hmm. where it's looking as if I going to half time and be liable, and they've scored just on the kind of half just before half time. Um, mm-hmm. Aye. Yeah, uh, it's not going to be long till they clinch it now. No. Hopefully we can delay it by 48 hours. We're beating um, Dundee ourselves, but it's a matter of when, and I think it's likely to beat Tynecastle. Yeah, which will be interesting to see how Hearts fans would respond to that one. Because <laughs> there's no love lost between those two. Uh, well, I suppose the only positive for Dundee was Elba Dewey's goal. That was a cracker, yeah. He's not done that often enough. You know, there was a lot of hope for him coming in because he scored a lot of goals at League One level, but he's found the step up two divisions a bit trickier than he thought. But it was a tremendous goal he scored. That might give him confidence to force his way into the Dundee team between now and the end of the season. Aye, but it's, been a, it's not been a great season for Dundee. Uh, sorry, a great, se- a great month for Dundee. Uh, they've struggled in March after being unbeaten in February. So. Yeah, and hardly get managed in the month as well. Aye, though you wonder how they go to McInnes, Rogers. Um, but aye, they'll probably be quite glad of the break, Dundee. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're still in that position where um, they really need a couple of wins just to get themselves away for that bottom two. Um, but I think Dundee will be fine. I, I, I personally, I think, I know I might change my mind in a couple of weeks, but right now I think it's soon three teams for those two positions. Right, Dundee will be fine. Aye, I mean the one thing they've got going from apart from playing us, who are obviously been in great form, had a good win there in the season. We won three one. Mm-hmm. Uh, their games in April they have Ross County away Hearts away and the Hamilton at home mm-hmm. which is a pretty reasonable fit um, so I, I would expect a deep yeah I think they'll be fine um, I like but it kind of covers the Premiership uh, it's going to look a wee bit at the Championship because it's getting very interesting we spoke about how St Mirren uh, the cup run and whether that would help them and it has they won again in the weekend and that's them only a point by well they were a point behind there anyway but they brought themselves right in the midst in terms yeah. of avoiding relegation. Yeah, because I think what they were something like seven or eight points, maybe even more. Um, but Jack Ross has done a tremendous job. But it was a weird weekend in Championship because three, uh, three of the bottom four won and the only one the bottom four didn't win was Dunbar and even they got a positive result going to Hibs and getting a draw. Aye. And, and uh, Hibs somehow increased their lead despite dropping two points because Falkirk lost. Yep. Um... <laughs> The other thing at the top end, Morton, they mm-hmm. won against Falkirk. Away from all, great result. Which is an important fixture, and they are now second favourites for the league. And I tell mm-hmm. you what, by the way, uh, well, they've got one game in hand, but, I mean, Hibs, 
they they better cope with the pressure. I think they will. I think they'll be alright. But it'd be interesting to see if Morton continue to uh, string wins together, whether they could they could be a rival for the automatic spot. Yeah, I think Hibs are going through the motions just now. Um, I think they know that they're they're going to do enough to get up, but they're not playing particularly great. But they keep increasing the lead without winning games just now, which you know yeah. it shows a lot about the how competitive the rest of the league is. I mean, Dundee United have. You know, they've really fallen away. Was it one win in 14 after being top at Christmas? Yeah. I mean, the, the big thing for Mon as well, they've got, they need to go to Easter Road at the end of the month. So if they're to win there, then it certainly would put the pressure on. And yeah. they, would still have, they would still have the game in hand. So mm-hmm. they'd be, if they were to win, they'd only be four points behind Hibs. Okay, yeah. So you never know. You never know. Stranger things have happened in football, but no. I think for Morton, they'll just be delighted to be in the playoffs in the first place, considering I think they were tipped for relegation at the start of the season. And, no, Jim, you know, I think Brendan Rodgers will rightly be manager of the year this year, but Jim Duffy will be shortlisted surely for the job he's doing. Uh, yeah, I would think so. Mm-hmm. I'd have been... Yeah. Um, and down at the bottom, it's, you know, that was a big win for air, going to Dunfermline and winning. And I think they've held Dunfermline a wee bit in it. Aye, as well, well. Chris, had, Chris had mentioned a few weeks back that Dunfermline could get dragged into last said I, I thought it'd be all right. Mm-hmm. I don't know whether even Queen of the South could be dragged into it I don't know I mean 8 points between 5th and 10th yeah like Queen of the South are not playing particularly well just now no and they've got a tough game away to Wraith who are boy but you know, they've won 2 of the last 3 games yep uh, further down League 1 you've got Livingston still top by what 9 points 9 now yeah so things are looking pretty good for them I would say um, however when you look at the the potential playoff spots you've got what do you think I think I will be okay I know it's between these five breaking and energy for the last two spots mm-hmm. yeah breaking beat energy last week in the league 3 now. Um ah, it's going to be interesting but then you look down the bottom in the league Stranraer have certainly benefited from changing a manager because they're kind of picking up good good wins still not uh, out I think in terms of relegation but you've, again mm-hmm. in that league you've got what, eight points between Stenhouse Moor in 10th and Queen's Park in 6th? It's quite competitive and there's a big game for Stenhouse Moor this weekend at home Albion Rovers. Yeah. Uh, there's three games, mind you, tomorrow night as well. You've got Livingston at home at Stenhouse Moor. You'd expect Livingston mm-hmm. to win that one. Yeah. Uh, you've got Albion Rovers against East Fife and the big, well, probably the toughest one to call breaking against Alloa. Mm-hmm. So, I'd be interested to see what happens there. Certainly yeah. plenty, pl- there's plenty to be played for in all the leagues. Um, mm-hmm. You look down at kind of League 2 as well, it's probably between 4th and Ambrose for the title. Yeah, I thought so. And the only thing I would say is there's a bit of a gap between 4th and 5th. You've got kind of 7 points within there, so probably it's going to, well, depending on who wins the title, whether it's 4th or Ambrose, it's then going to be Elgin, Arnon, and then the other one for the playoffs. Kildren, Beether, it's looking like a struggle for them. They're going to look like they're being the, the playoff spot. Yeah, um, uh, has Gary Lott found his ma- found his level? It's a tough job for anyone to be fair. Let's be honest. Um, that's been a club in decline for a long time. Cowden Beath, unfortunately. I mean, it's weird that just three years ago they were playing in the championship. I um, could get three back-to-back relegations. It could be no, no. And you just wonder what would happen to the club if they went into the lowland leagues. Yeah, bye. See what happens, but I certainly plenty to play for still in the, the rest of the season. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so aye, there's no Premiership fixtures next weekend as of the Scotland games. I know the Canada game struck and mentioned that none of the Celtic players will play apart from Griffiths. Okay. Um, so yeah, the see this fixture just has no appetite at all, and the fact that Strachan came out when he announced the Fenley saying this will be a good opportunity to play players who haven't been getting much game time. Sorry, that is not what international football no, is I about. It's about not. it's about picking players. It's about trying out new ideas, picking players who haven't had had a cap, haven't actually you know experience in, in youth etc not for giving guys a game who have who are sitting on the bench at Newcastle reserves etc you know it, no it's one of the big reasons why I'm getting less interested in the national team to be honest is it's the old pals act yeah you're not the only one I mean I used to love going to Scotland games and you start arguing the case that oh I prefer going to Scotland <laughs> games and even Aberdeen games and all that but I've got no appetite now, uh, mm-hmm. and I think that's across the board with Scotland fans. I, mean, I think yeah, on Wednesday but... they're talking about only five thousand tickets have been sold. Okay, yeah. I know that's a friendly, but I mean that's ridiculous. And then the Slovenia game, the last I'd seen it was what we're talking about twenty-five thousand. Majority of that's probably the season ticket holders who are having to go just to get user mm-hmm. ticket. But it's, I just you hope something's going to change. I remember at the start of the campaign wouldn't come to come to Ben Malta. Okay, it was only Malta, but you're thinking, oh, aye, there's a bit of promise here, something a bit different. Maybe we're, we're going to be all right, and then die or since then. It, it, the thing yeah. is, I, I, I used to quite like striking. I, I know a, mm-hmm. a lot of people kind of found him annoying with the media and all that, but then he was never a manager of a team I supported. But mm-hmm. then when he's up now with Scotland, and he's talking about the England game and how I, they were fortunate they, they had three chances, and it wasn't that at all with England, but that, just far better than us uh, in every way yeah exactly but... yeah I mean the, the the performances are just they've just been diabolical since that Malta game and even the Malta game when you analyse that closely it was 1-0 at half time and then at 2-1 we got them a massive stroke of luck when we got a penalty for absolutely nothing they got a boy sent off which opens up the game to let us win 5-1 don't get it wrong we still did well to win the game but since then the performances have been terrible we're lucky to get a draw against Lithuania yeah. appalling against uh, Slovakia um, and the England game we play, we were okay but then when we when it went 2-0 England the team just gave up which is just Aye. unforgivable um, and if we're going to beat Slovenia you know we're going to need to score at least two goals because that defence is not capable of a clean sheet I, I suppose that's a positive Grant, Grant Hanley's out so that's good yeah. Uh, by the, the lack who knows what they'll do at the back I would expect Charlie McGrew will start at centre back but then he's playing for a Blackburn team that are down at the bottom of the championship in the bottom he's, three. Not, he's not even playing centre back for me he's playing midfield um, I mean yeah. you, look at, you can look across the squad as you say players not playing hopefully aye he goes with the inform players the likes of Armstrong the likes of Ryan Fraser <laughs> and that but Anytime the squad's mentioned, it's always all right, but these players are playing at the big, well, no big clubs down south, but the ones that are playing the, the Premier League. But these players are ones that have continually failed us. I know I'm probably on like a broken record about this. Why not putting players that are playing for teams that are winning games and full of confidence? Um, yeah, exactly. I mean, it's just really annoying that. And the thing is, we've got, we've got quick players on this team, but I bet he starts Matt, Matt Ritchie and, um, and Barry Bannon. <laughs> who, who just knows I mean I just I mean 
I'm a, I'm a Scotland Supporters Club member myself, John. I, I didn't bother with the season ticket because they put the prices up. Um, and I've just got no appetite for Sunday. I'll watch the game, but, you know, I've, I've, I've got no interest in going on Sunday. I just yeah. think it's going to be... I can't see anything other than... I can't see his winning. I just cannot see his winning the game. No, I think we'll be I lucky to get it. a draw. And it, it could end up being really a really bad situation as well because if it is such a small crowd and there's, we don't win, it's going to be a, a horrible place to be at the end of the, end of the game mm-hmm. because arguably I think Strachan maybe should have gone after the last two games but if if, if they don't get a, a win in, on Sunday, I mean, where do we go? Yeah, well, that's a conversation we'll have next Monday. Aye. Um, but aye, that probably concludes things, I think, for the night on that uh, downer. Oh, charity well, let's bet. Let's try and be positive about charity, charity bet. bet. <laughs> aye. Let's get the charity bet. Some positivity back in the room. Uh, anything that you've seen that catches your eye? Um, Hips look good at 3-5 at, at home at Falkirk. That's a pretty good Yeah, that's a good price. I would go with that. Mm-hmm. We could even go a Hibs Morton double because Hibs three to five at home to Falkirk. Morton a seven to five at home to Dunfermline. Really? Now Morton's home record is terrific. Um, could go for those two. Yeah. I don't know whether we would want to add anything else or whether they two would be possibly Annan at home to Cowdenbeath. Although I'm quite happy with the double to be perfectly honest. So I what about a first goal scorer? Spence for Al at home to Queens Park maybe. Um, possibly any other, any other any other contenders or people that or um, matches whereby I could be anyone who I love playing home to Airdrie because I was going to suggest Buchanan I uh, maybe Spence oh. would be the better of two let's see what about an outsider um, I say an outsider so I can't believe I'm going to say this Derek Riordan for Edinburgh City against at home to Elgin don't know just Elgin scored in his debut at Forfa uh, I don't know Elgin are up there near the top mm-hmm. The only other thing I was thinking is maybe Forfer at home in Berwick. Who's for our first top scorer? Because normally we go for Shane Sutherland, but Elgin are away this weekend. Aye. Forfer, i trying to remember. Is it the boy Pierce or Cots? Let me think. And are we not, um, a Forfer or the players not banned from charity bets given the recent um, well, letdowns? Aye, there is that. Aye, four for the boy Peters, but he's only scored ten goals, and yeah, Pops is only getting nine. So yeah. I would go Spence if we can and play it safe. Yeah, go with Spence because that was your instinct to go with Spence. Okay. Uh, now the odds for a first goal scorer that will always be later on in the week once McBookie gives them, and the double for Hibs and Morn. It's not terrific, but twenty-eight pound forty would be the profit. Thirty-eight pound forty total return. Mm-hmm. I will just go with that. Aye, Aiden's a winner. Um, aye, after the the win last week, let's get another one, right. or at least another one. If we get both, that would be terrific. Absolutely. Um, but you never know. Maybe we'll be back here next Monday, and we'll be full of the joys after a terrific Scotland win. But aye, I can't see it. <laughs> well, come on, the Scotland prove prove us all wrong. Yes, exactly. Uh, but aye, cheers for coming on, John. No problem. Right, we better do something um, that we've not done in a while. It's a good night from me. Oh, aye. Good night from you. It's a good night from him. I know. <laughs> we'll put that in the, the, uh, the bloopers at the end of the season. <laughs> yeah. No. Right. Cheers. Cheers. Bye.